what we did was we did a census, which means that we counted the amount of people that were on the streets or in the shelters of Durban within a particular period of time. And so we, if you were either sleeping physically on the street and you are self-identified as homeless, I suppose, and also finding people that were living in shelters. 3,933 people that were either in the shelters or on the streets. The split was about 50% were living on the street. 50% of that sample we found on the street and 50% of them we found in the shelters. The project was led by Dr. Chris Desmond. We had almost an internal discussion about the issue around homelessness and so Discussions then started happening with Etiquini Municipality, um, and that's how the project came about. Because we recognized there's a lot of homeless people in, in the surrounding areas within Durban. And we wanted to understand really what are the experiences of living on the streets, but also what is it that they need to move out of the street. The aim was to count the amount of people, because the Etiquini Municipality wanted to know how many people there were living on the street, um, so that they can also plan better for whatever interventions they need to develop for people that are living on the street. So for us, the aim was to understand how many people, what's the, what's the, what does the problem look like on the street, but also what is it, what the experiences are of living on the street. There's a couple of factors that would contribute to to people's pathways into homelessness. So the main things that we found were actually challenges at home, so leaving home because there were family dysfunction, family issues, family fight. Substance use was another thing that came about, either using substances at the time that we spoke to people or having had used substances and then leaving home because of substance use. But then also what was interesting, what we found was that people saw the the, the Durban, Durban city as a place to find a job. So many, many of the people actually came to Durban to secure a job. But unfortunately, there was no jobs, and so they find themselves living on the street or in the shelters because they don't have any of the immediate family around them to actually support them. So the main reasons for us was definitely, or for them, coming to the street is definitely around finding a job and securing an income which was extremely difficult for for the groups to do. I think as we can ex- expect, this was a very difficult kind of um, space to be in, um, to see people living in the way that they are living and to see the actual deprivation of people on the street. I think that we, we tend to do work and we tend to sit fairly comfortably in our office spaces when we do work, but really engaging with the people and seeing them as people that are really, really in desperate need of help um, and support to, to get out of where they are at. So some of the life experiences were just around, I mean, one of the key things that most people were talking about was just that they really, really want to get help to secure a job. People had different levels of skills. Some people had computer skills. Some people had construction-related skills. People had experience as a mechanic. So people had different levels of skills, but they were just not able to find or secure a job. And I think that's the desperation that came through in many of the accounts was just that they really, really wanted to secure a job to support their families. Many people had families outside of the city, and so we often used to speak about people being city homeless. So they do have homes somewhere else outside of the city, but they don't have homes within the city. And as we know, that's the space that you can secure a job and get an income. So I think the experiences were really around that they they desperately need support to find 
to find a job. And I, th- and I think in the space we're living in right now, that's difficult. It's a subgroup of the population that are poor. That's a, it's a, it's a small group of the population that are, there's a, a huge, um, population that, that's also poor, that's not perhaps living on the street, but is still living in severe poverty. And so the ask is a really big ask. I think it's a very big ask, but it's but it's surely something that needs to be addressed. And I know that Itikwini Municipality is certainly looking into where, where to go and where to take the research now. One of the key findings was that many of the homeless people felt that they were being treated as outsiders, as people that are not part of the community, as the, I don't know how to say this in a night, but as the scum of the community, really. Um, and, you know, some people were reflecting on how when they were, if they were to sit on a bench and someone would sit next to them, they would move up because they would not feel comfortable to sit next to them. So I suppose just a lot of urging for us is is around just getting people to treat people who are homeless as human beings. It's the one thing that they were asking for a lot is that they are not another race or another, you know, other groups of individuals, they are individuals that are part of the communities, but that are really just desperate. Reducing the stigma in the communities that, as if they are one collective of groups, you know, we talk about the homeless as if they are all just a whole lot of substance users or a whole lot of criminals or a whole lot of these negative connotations attached to being homeless when it's actually, and when there's actually a group of individuals who are going through something that's really, really hectic at that time. Sure, there are individuals within this group that, that do do bad things, but it's surely not the, the whole group. And they, they're often told us, you know, the criminals hide behind us. And so I think that's the main, one of the main things for us is just to try and create that kind of, to reduce the stigma around people who are homeless as if they are this one collective group of negative people <laughs> that do bad things, that, they, that there are people with real, real stories behind and that are really trying to make a change in their lives, but there's just not enough support for them out there. But just on, I suppose, being homeless was main stuff around access to services and not having enough access to services such as ablution facilities, places to wash and so forth. What was surprising, pleasantly surprising, was that homeless individuals spoke about having access to, you know, knowing where to find food. But what they really also needed was just access to clothing that they don't know where to find, you know, clothing and, and so forth. And there are spaces to where they can actually wash themselves, but sometimes those spaces you have to pay for um, and they don't have money for that. And then again, just issues around, I suppose, substance use and so forth that they, there are people who are living on the street that do suffer with problems related to substance use. And, and so we do need to start thinking about how do we help people who are living on the street and that are so vulnerable already to kind of, deal with their substance use problems and move through through it and being able to reconcile with their families.